TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I'm Charge, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It's, uh, I feel bad. It's the last time we're going to talk, at least for a while, unless maybe, you know, we'll talk uh, maybe some Viking stuff. We'll talk on Radio Row, right? You'll be on oh, Radio yeah. Row. Yep. I'll be on Radio Row. We'll talk, yeah, we'll talk in January. That'll yeah, well, we got, we got dinner dates, dude. Uh, and that, too. Yeah. That's right. I started That's fasting about a week ago. Well, good. You're going to need to. The brownie, yeah. my friend. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I can't wait. I know. I am, too, already. Hey, uh, got a guy right out of the chute. Says, full PPR, need a flex position, and a running back. Riddick, uh, Miller, Wright, or Cooper? Jeez. Uh, Cooper's not going to play. Theo Riddick may not play. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. If Theo Riddick does go, man, has Cincinnati packed it in. Holy cow. The Viking game and the Bear game before that. Yeah. This is a team. I'm, I'm watching this. I'm watching the uh, the Viking just dismantle the Bengals, and I'm thinking, I haven't I haven't seen a team this disinterested in winning, maybe ever. I mean, all they wanted to do was go home, and boy, that is they have they've absolutely packed it in. Meanwhile, Theo Riddick has been their leading rusher. You know, they're not giving the ball to Amir Abdullah anymore. They're letting uh, Riddick run the ball. So. Yeah, Theo Reddick, if he goes, is, uh, is going to be the right answer to that question. Uh, got, let's see here. got Wayne in Oconomowoc. Wayne, how you doing? Well, you got a question for Paul Charchi. What's up? Yeah, I need to sit one of these uh, receivers, full PPR. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, Keelan Cole, Woods, or Tate? I love all of them. And Cole, I have just a Luke, I'm just lukewarm on Cole, but love a lot of those guys. Golden Tate, for the reasons we just mentioned, going up against, uh, going up against the Bengals. And it's particularly the slot cornerback position is dreadful for them. And I love Golden Tate this week. He's one of my favorite starts of the week. And uh, Robert Woods looking at potentially a really nice game as well. He's my number 11 wide receiver against Tennessee. Titans just gave up over 80 yards apiece to Marquise Goodwin and something called Kendrick Bourne of San Francisco last week. Seriously, I do this for a living, and I'm not sure who Kendrick Bourne is. So, yeah, this is a great opportunity for Robert Woods, and, and I love Tate as well this week. Both guys inside my top 11. Uh, let's get to TJ listening to us in Greenfield. TJ, got a question for Paul Charge. You can shoot. Yeah, I got a receiver question, standard league. Uh, Des Bryant, Jarvis Landry, or that Keelan Cole? Yeah, everybody's looking to Keelan Cole. Looking, I don't blame you. And it's, based on what he's done, I like him too. He's my number 24 wide receiver here, but I'm not playing him by him. Mostly I'm not playing over established starters, and I like Des Bryant in this game. He runs more than half of his routes on the left side, where he goes up against the 63rd-ranked cornerback by Pro Football Focus, Shaq Griffin, and the Seahawks secondary just slumping with all the injuries. They've allowed six wide receiver touchdowns over the last five weeks, fourth most in the league over the last five weeks. So, nice matchup for Des Bryant, my number 17 wide receiver. Let's go to John listening to us in Green Bay. John, you got a question for Paul Charchi. What's going on? Yes, a standard league. I have Kenya Drake and Kareem, Kareem Hunt starting, of course. And But on the bench, and there's so much talk about Deion Lewis, I'm thinking about you know possibly putting him in there, but I really shouldn't. So tell me no, I'm that's correct. not true. No, you, look, you should be thinking about this one. It's 
I love Deion Lewis in this matchup, and I, I've got him higher than Kenyon Drake. And in part because Kenyon Drake is, is uh, it looks like they're going to get Damian Williams back. And, you know, the head coach, Adam Gates, said they want to get both of them into the mix again. And they want to go back to being a timeshare. Plus, Deion Lewis goes up against Buffalo. This is the worst run defense in the league ever since the Marcel Darius trade six weeks ago. And when these teams met a couple of weeks ago, the Patriots gave their running backs 39 touches in the game. 39. Rex Burkhead is out for this game, so Deion Lewis is going to get a ton of work, and it should be a, it's such a good opportunity. My number eight running back this week. Uh, let's get to it. We've got uh, Dylan listening to us in New Berlin. Dylan, you got a question for Paul Charchi. What's up? Yeah, should I stay on the Alex Smith roller coaster, or should I take a flyer on Garoppolo at a, on a tough D? Yeah, you can't go Garoppolo here in in, in such a tough matchup. And I, look, I. I, I, you know, if you can go off the waiver wire and pick up your know, Blake Bortles, I would do that. Joe Flacco, I would start him. But otherwise, you're going to need to go to Alex Smith. We can't play Garoppolo as great as he's been against Jacksonville. Your number one ranked defense in yards allowed, number two ranked defense in passing touchdowns allowed. It's it's a brutal matchup. And let me ask you this, Bill. Yes. Is there any doubt? Now, the sample size is admittedly small, but let's just assume that the Garoppolo that we, we're seeing here. Three straight wins for the Niners. A team that had one win all year before he showed up. If he's this good, is there any doubt the Patriots kept the wrong guy? Oh, boy. That's uh-huh. oh, in, in long-term play, In long-term plans, if he turns out to be that good, yes. How many more years he, do you think Brady has? Well, let's assume, you know, Brady says he wants to play to 44, but, you know, let's maybe he'll make it there, maybe he won't. You know, we know that at his age, when the end comes, it comes quickly and with injury. We're seeing signs, some signs of declining play this year. I mean, the elements are there. So let's assume you get another couple of years out of Brady. I don't know that Garoppolo's not better than Brady right now. It's just to look at Brady and his numbers, he's leading the league in yards. He's 28 touchdowns to seven picks. His, yep. his his completion percentage is sixty seven, I think, uh, above, and his quarterback rating is still what, like one hundred two, one hundred three, something like that. I mean, it's just hard to look at him and go, "Nah, Garoppolo's the guy." You know what I mean? Well, okay, but you're, you're the perfect person to ask. Your organization had to make this call. Well, here's the right. thing, though. I, that I agree with, but the, the the circumstance being, Favre kept saying he wasn't sure if he was coming back, and they knew far and they knew Rodgers was about to leave, and they knew they had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. They knew that. So, yeah. so, well, and then when Favre threw the, I, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. Okay. I'm getting ready to leave the press box to come down the elevator to go do the post game show in that NFC Championship game with the Giants at Lambeau Field. Yeah. Favre throws that pick. Mm-hmm. One of the board members walks out with another board member. And pounds his fist on the wall and says, "Blanket, that's his last game at Lambeau Field. We can lose these games as much with him as without him." Wow! And I knew that wow. was it because right then and there they had had enough of the golly gee. I don't know if I want to come back or not. They just basically mm-hmm. said, "Blanker, get off the pot." And when he went, "Oh, I don't know," they said, "Okay, talk to you later." That he made it wow. easy. He did. He did make it easy. Yeah. Now, it would have been. Now here's the other X factor with this that I'll throw out. And I, we're way off fantasy, but it's still I love talking about this because you've got the right you've got all the right background for this. If this is a Patriots organization that has been ruthless with declining aging veterans, 
whether it's like Vince Wilfork or Randy Moss. I mean, they always have gotten rid of these guys as they're as they're reaching a point where they're almost done but not quite done. And that's where they are with Brady. Granted, he's the greatest of all time, but that's where they are with Brady, and they decided not to follow that course here. I have a feeling that when Brady goes, Belichick goes, being 65 years old. Maybe. And maybe that made it easier. If Belichick yeah. already knows that he's going to go walk out with Brady. If Belichick knows, if, if he's sitting here at 52, 53, and he's got 10 more years in him, he's probably making a different decision. But I think that he's going to look at this and say, you know what? Somebody else can take over the organization. Him and I have had a hell of a run. We've won numerous mm-hmm. Super Bowls. We've got all these rings on different hands now. I think I'm good, and, and I can see Bill Belichick walking away or becoming a consultant or a part owner or something like that, but I don't see him. I see his his uh, success and such tied to Tom Brady, and when Brady walks away, I think Belichick does too. And it'll be an act of cowardice, and it'll be the only blemish on his record. Yeah. But he don't in care. In my opinion. He don't care. No, he won't care. No, no, he won't care. He won't care That's one right. bit because he'll walk out a hero. But we will kill hundreds of hours of talk radio talking about his legacy and, you know, his right. decision and, you know, whether he could have gotten there with somebody else. Right. The fact that he, he chickened out and, you know, didn't want to have to rebuild a new quarterback. Well, oh, yeah. he'll, he'll point to Garoppolo being a success that he developed him and he'll point to Matt Castle being a success and he developed him. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, he'll say, you know, we were able to win without Tom, so it's not just Tom. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you can say that. Didn't yeah. win much without Tom. No, but, no, you know, he didn't. Yeah. No, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, let's get back to it. We've got uh, Tony in Wauwatosa. Tony, how you doing today? What's up? Yeah, um, i got no tight end, so I've got to go to the waiver wire. And our league is PPR, goes through week 17 uh, between Ebron, um, Webster out of uh, uh, Baltimore, or Clay. Uh, who's my best option? I'm guessing you mean Benjamin Watson, who I do like this week. Um, and he goes up against Indianapolis. This is a team that allows the fourth most touchdowns to tight ends, including three in the last four games. So, yeah, go get Ben Watson, and let's uh, let's give him a start this week. Appreciate it. Going to go and take a quick break. We'll come back. More of uh, Paul Charchi. And if you've got a question of fantasy football, let us know. Shoot it to us. i got a couple more via email as well we want to get to. Stick around. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Michael Show on the air. So glad to have you. Hopefully you're having a terrific day. We certainly appreciate you taking a listen to us. This portion of the program brought to you by Marshall Clinic Health System. They're the ones that uh, fixed my knee up and got me back in the game. But they also can help you uh, with some immediate things like prescriptions. Send it to a pharmacy near you. All you have to do is call them seven days a week, 9A or 7A to 9P, 7A to 9P at uh, 844-CAREWAY. That's 844-CAREWAY. That's Care My Way, brought to you by the Marshfield Clinic. For all the information, go to marshfieldclinic.org. They are the official health care provider of yours truly in the Bill Michaels Show. Joining us on the line, Paul Chargian from LeagueSafe.com, LeagueSafePost.com, and Fanball.com, taking your fantasy football questions. Let's get back to it. Dave listening to us in Eau Claire. Dave, welcome to the program. you got a question. Shoot. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, first of all, I'm playing for the toilet bowl, so this is really important. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So, Paul, Paul and Bill love the show, but uh, also I want to comment. We are celebrating 31 years of fantasy football here in Eau Claire with our 10-man league. So I, it's unbelievable how many, how long we've been doing it. Um, yeah, and this... Anyway, and this, my question... 
Yeah, the the thing that I love about that is, you know, fantasy sports is more than just a bunch of guys, you know, playing the thing together. It's the way that we stay in touch with each other. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm guessing in these 31 years, you got half of the same members from the thing that started it, and you keep these same people and you stay in touch. And the guys that you went to college with, and this is how you you keep in touch with all these people. And people change jobs and they move, but they stay in the fantasy league. It's it's our it's part of what binds us together as a community of friends and and coworkers and everything else. And Nothing says keeping friendships alive like gambling. Like gambling <laughs> and the toilet bowl. That's right. <laughs> What's up? Anyway, I got the big the big question: Case Keenum or Jameis Winston? Uh, I've got Case Kim higher. Uh, I don't like uh, I don't like how this game shapes up for the Packers very much. Uh, I don't have to tell you about your secondary and the woes that you've got there. And Case Keenum thrown multiple touchdowns in seven of his last eight games. Uh, Sean Kaiser threw three against your squad recently. I, I like uh, I like his chances here. The cold weather though. In fact, if you know, do you have an early weather report for me? Because it sounds like. We're looking at kickoff at single digits and potentially close to zero degrees as the night goes on. You are correct. That's uh, that could be a big X factor. That could suppress some scoring in this game, but I, I still think Case has got an awfully good opportunity here. You see it differently? I do. I, for the fact that I'll just say uh, a couple of words, and that is the Packers defense sucks. So there you have it. Yeah, okay. All right. There you go. All right. We're on the same page. Uh, Patrick, listening to us in Brookfield. Patrick, what's going on? Hey guys, quick question. I got a quarterback question. Philip Rivers or um, uh, um, the Nick Foles? I've got him at number eight and number nine, and I have him graded with the same grade. I've got Rivers just a hair higher. He goes up against the Jets over the last 10 weeks. Eight quarterbacks have thrown multiple touchdowns against the Jets. Heck, two different Dolphins quarterbacks in the same game threw multiple touchdowns against the Jets. They're much easier to throw on than run upon, and I do like Rivers in this matchup. I like Foles, too, and you can make an argument that Foles has got even more upside, but even though Rivers kind of laid an egg last week, over the, the bulk of his play over the last month, he's been awesome. So I, I give the nod to Rivers here, but it's close. Uh, Craig tweets and says, need two, Gordon, Zeke, Deion Lewis. Wow, nice problem to have. Yep, They're all, they're all inside my top eight. Um, Deion Lewis is the odd man out of that. You gotta play Zeke, right? So you know, Zeke's got he's got the chip on his shoulder from the suspension. He's got fresh legs, not having run for six weeks. And here comes Seattle. We just saw what Todd Gurley did to Seattle. And you might think, well, that's just Todd Gurley, and you know, he's superhuman and yeah, you know, that doesn't matter. Well the week before that, the Jaguars backs ran for one hundred and sixty yards on Seattle. So it's a slumping run defense. And so I, I love Zeke in this one and, and I still have Melvin Gordon a couple of spots higher than DMOs. Uh, real quick, out of fantasy one here, and this is, uh, well, I'm not going to do the three of five thing. Sorry, we always tell you don't do that. No, uh, two of three, Melvin Gordon, Fournette, or McKinnon playing against the Packers defense. Thanks, John and Wausau. So I got a couple of angles on McKinnon, and, and again, I'll, I'll run this by you right in your, in your uh, backyard here. McKinnon is like utility back guy, right? He's, he, as opposed to the straight-ahead running style of Latavius Murray. Frozen Lambeau Field. I like my plotting straight-ahead runners rather than guys who have to try to cut on that surface. But McKinnon has had great success against the Packers. And utility backs like Duke Johnson scored two weeks ago. Christian McCaffrey scored. Uh, so I like I like what the utility backs do, but I'm worried about the surface. Am I putting too much, am I putting too much weight into Frozen Lambeau Field here? 
Um, no, I look, I, I think the run game can still be prevalent. The Packers are in the bottom half when it comes to stopping the run, giving up four yards yep. to carry on average. So uh, you can run the ball. The fact that it's going to be the cold uh, and frigid cold, it's probably going to be more incumbent uh, upon the run game. Uh, but I just think that the Packers secondary has been so lost, has looked mm-hmm. so bad, that you can still throw the ball against this team. But I still think that that's going to open things up run game-wise. They're, they're banged up. I can make all the excuses in the world, but they, they've been a bad defense. And put it this way, on third down in the last four games, they're over, they're almost 60% given up. Oh, jeez. It's awful. And it's awful. And, the and the worst defense in the National Football League is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the season, which is 48%. So that tells you how bad the Packers have been in the last four games. And I think the Vikings are number two on offense on third down conversion as an offense. Right. So sustained drives here. Let's go Jerick McKinnon. There you go. Hopefully we're just helping people out. Brandon in Fox Point. Brandon, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Not too bad. How about you guys? Good. Doing well. Hey, just wanted to see, should I go Ben Roethlisberger or Drew Brees? Um, I, I like Ben quite a bit better than Drew Brees in this game, and it's a tougher matchup for Brees anyway, and then they're just running the ball so well. Brees just doesn't have to throw with the volume that he used to. Uh, when these teams met two weeks ago, Breeze threw for two touchdowns and 271 yards. That sounds about right. But Roethlisberger's got bonkers upside here, even without Antonio Brown, who's who's not going to go. He's going up against Houston. They just got rocked by Blake Bortles. And this team ranks 27th in passing yards allowed, 31st in passing touchdowns allowed. Here comes Ben. He's still got plenty of good uh, targets, including... Juju Smith-Schuster, who I love. Martavis Bryant is definitely playable. And then he can throw to uh, Le'Veon Bell as well. There you have it. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, one more, and that is uh, Radio Joe. Joe, you got uh, you got a question for Paul before we uh, cut him loose for the season? It's the same exact question I asked him last week via text. Derek Carr or Jared Goff, and I have Michael Crabtree. Yeah, and boy, did Crabtree work out last week. They, he got targeted 17 times in one game. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It gets crazy. Uh, but I love Goff this week. He goes up against Tennessee. Uh, Goff's been light out lately with uh, multiple touchdowns in seven of his last eight games. Over the last five weeks, only the Ravens have allowed more passing yards than Tennessee. They've been torched by Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Savage. Here comes Jared Goff, who's been fantastic. He's my number five quarterback this week, and I love him. There you have it. Charge, uh, great stuff as always. It's been a hell of a season, man. We certainly appreciate yeah. your knowledge. And uh, I can't say I look uh, forward enough to getting up to Minneapolis. I wish the Packers were going to be there, but it should be a lot of fun. I look forward to having dinner with you guys, and and we'll have a lot of fun. We'll have a good time. When we get up get up there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and we'll talk. You know, we'll talk in person. Uh, in you know, in person. But we'll you know, uh, we'll go to Manny's. We're gonna have a great meal. But we'll also, I'd love to. Hit, uh, we'll stop by in Radio Row a little bit. We'll, yep. We'll try to talk. Uh, we'll talk a little Super Bowl and a little football and stuff. We'll throw some fantasy numbers out for football for uh, for the Super Bowl as well. Good stuff, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay, Thanks, my friend. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. There you go, Paul Charchian from LeagueSafe.com, LeagueSafePost.com, FanBall.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. This portion of the Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.